All right, so this is a pretty weird idea for this week. So this might be a short episode, but that'll be fine for me because I'm, I'm running on caffeine fumes today. So I'll do a little short, weird episode. So uh, again, this is just this is getting increasingly abstract. Where uh, we did the volcano island and the frozen Russian place. So that was the fire and ice episode. Uh, what was the one after that? Uh, oh, yeah. inside and outside. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, where it was. Uh, this is where my brain just isn't working. So the inside part, oh yeah, outside was the, the guy who hiked across all of uh, England, and then inside was the cartoon. And then day and night after that was the Batman and Superman cartoons. So the last piece of this bizarre miniseries, unless I somehow, some other stupid idea comes to me over the course of the week, but the last one I could think of is uh, open versus closed, <laughs> where... This just made me think of uh, different styles of traveling. So it's basically like, uh, it's a thing of like, uh, you know, when you travel the world, there's certain parts of the world that we have a bad uh, image of, you know, like off the top of my head, I'm thinking like Colombia, say, you know, it's like you wouldn't oh, just, yeah. okay. you know, because when we hear Colombia, well, I was thinking that, but that's like weather wise, I was oh, thinking yeah. the Colombia thing is like culturally, like, would you want to just go? ramble around and hitchhike because we just think of like well, drug cartels a, i wouldn't want to ramble around or switch or hitchhike in siberia either it's right got a bad pr <laughs> all the gulags and all that yeah so i mean i guess i guess that's similar then yeah <laughs> but uh but what i always thought was funny about that is like the idea of these like scary countries is then if you talk to people from there they think new york is scary they're like why would i want to leave my nice little village in Colombia where everything is cool and go to horrible New York where, from what I hear, everyone has a gun and is getting robbed all the time. Like, both views of the other side are, are not really correct. You know, it's just the stereotypes, and if you've never been somewhere, it seems scary. But then, on the other hand, there are stories of, like, uh, there's these, uh, these hikers in Morocco a few years ago that got literally beheaded by some extremists. And there was uh, these, these people that were doing, like, a a bike ride across Asia to like show that the world's not as scary as you think it is. And they went into some like Middle Eastern-y place and got fucking killed, <laughs> you know? So there's the two sides. It's like, it's probably not as scary as you think it is. But on the other hand, sometimes it is. So I just thought of these two examples of, because there's also the idea of, of the, you know, so a lot of this is just random. Maybe you'll be safe. Maybe you won't be safe. But there is a certain amount of, like, you reap what you sow, right? Like, karma-type stuff. Like, uh, I mean, the easy example for us, since we're Canadian, is, like, Americans. Like, I really feel like Americans don't understand that, like, gun culture, for instance, begets gun culture. You know, the only reason gun violence is so bad and the numbers are so bad is because people have guns, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's like herd immunity. If, if you don't have guns, like here or, like, England or whatever... On the surface, it's like, ah, oh, you took away my guns. How am I supposed to defend myself? But then you don't need to defend yourself because there's not a bunch of guns everywhere, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's, it, all of this is obviously weird and complicated. But in the case of traveling, I thought of these two people in particular. There's uh, a guy from Ottawa. I don't know his real name, but his uh, YouTube channel is called Hitchhiking the World. And he's the open version. We're going to watch him first, where he... I think how I found him, it's a pretty small YouTube channel, but I found him because he hitchhiked from Ottawa to the Atlantic side of Canada, just hitchhiking. And that went okay. 
So then he hitchhiked around America, and that went okay. So he went to Europe and hitchhiked all over, and that went fine. So then he hitchhiked all the way to the bottom of South America, and that was like the most dangerous quote-unquote part. But he's cool because he's so connected while he does this stuff. Like he, uh, he tries his hardest to learn the local language. He talks to everybody that he meets, and he uses these uh, services like couchsurfing.com where people open up their houses to travelers and just let you sleep on the spare couch or whatever. And he's had minor bad experiences, but overall he's just traveling. He's just literally hitchhiking. He's just rambling around the world and everything went fine. And he hasn't done it in a few years. I think he's like sort of settled down to a normal life now, but he did this for ages and he's got a hundred videos of just him all over the place, just having good experiences no matter where he goes because he's, He's that kind of guy. He's like, well, a lot of it sounds like it's his attitude. Yeah, like he... He's very upbeat. He tries to see the silver lining. Glasses yeah. half full guy. And I was always impressed even just like with his, like, you know, when he tries to speak Spanish, say, to people. He's like an Asian dude, so he can speak Chinese, and he's Canadian, so he can speak some French. He can't speak Spanish for shit, but he tries. <laughs> and it's surprising how far you can get just trying. And yeah, just friendly, nice guy, and that's all cool. Then the other guy that we'll watch after, he's much more famous, but he's, uh, he's, his channel is called Vagrant Holiday. How he travels is the reverse. He, he calls his channel Vagrant Holiday because he doesn't talk to people. He doesn't book places to stay. He just camps, you know, in wherever he can. And he has these weird... Uh, maybe I showed you the clip, too, of him where... Yeah, I think, is he the guy that, you know, he'd kind of, like, stop in a in a hallway of some building and hide under the stairs and sleep there? And Yeah, that's exactly yeah, okay. what I was going to bring up. Yeah, that was a hotel, but he didn't pay to stay at the hotel. Yeah. He just stayed in the under the stairway of uh, of one of the uh, the stairwells, and he was there for days before they found him. <laughs> yeah, so so he's the reverse. He's not taking part. He's not connecting with people and in this particular thing he went to mexico which again mexico bad reputation you know you hear about people getting uh you know kidnapped and stuff right off the resorts yeah right. whereas when the hitchhiking the world kid from ottawa went to mexico everything was fine just somehow he brought the happiness with him where when this guy went to mexico it went real bad <laughs> so i won't give away the the, the ending but so we'll watch the the happy guy first. I just picked one of his videos at random because his videos, they're not very well produced. He just spit them out as he was traveling. So I just picked one at random and it's only about 10 minutes. Whereas the, uh, the vagrant holiday guy, his is more like half an hour, but his is more like a normal show, you know, more entertaining, but also much grumpier. But okay, for anyone playing along at home, so the first video is Hitchhike Across the Americas, and we're watching episode 46, Ride with 600 Chickens. And then after that, Vagrant Holiday 6, The Machete Cut. So that's, that's my plan for this week. We'll watch the two types of YouTube travelers, the open friendly guy and the closed antisocial guy. Okay, let's come here. And then presumably we'll get back to watching real TV shows someday, maybe next week, who knows?
There was a lot more I wanted to say about Mexico, but kind of hard to do when some bastard pulls up next to you on a motorcycle and threatens you with a machete. Yeah, I got fucking robbed. They got about 30 bucks, my phone, my camera, and the SD card with the second half of this video on it. So, depending on how much you want to see that, it's probably for sale in a Mexican black market somewhere. But yeah, that's Mexico. Talk to the tour guides or the social media assholes and they'll tell you it's amazing. Talk to the people who actually live there and they can't fucking stand the place. I wonder why. So yeah, it's kind of a creepy ending, right? Of just like, you know, that a, that a guy threatened him with a machete and stole his shit, <laughs> you know? And it's like, cause he's, you know, done that's the sixth official Vagrant Holiday video, but he's got a bunch of specials too. And yeah, like, you know, basically those two guys are doing similar stuff, just rambling around the world. One of them is a nice, friendly, open guy. One of them is a sarcastic weirdo who hides in the fucking bushes and doesn't want to talk to people. But generally, they both just get away with it and it's just fine. But yeah, I guess it's just the bad roll of the dice. But I mean, like, that must be scary as shit when a Mexican guy with a machete is like, give me all your stuff, <laughs> you know, like, yikes. It really, like, takes all of that fun, because it's such a fun yeah, video. Yeah, number one, you get the impression that human nature is really decent. Yeah. Guy number two, it's like, human nature sucks, stinks. Right. <laughs> and, he, and even before he got macheted and robbed, yeah, human nature stunk. <laughs> he showed you environmental stuff, there's garbage all over the place, the the panhandlers, the, 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 the sellers there always just at you, at you, at you to sell their ware. I mean, and that's how they make their business, their life, but it, it really makes life unpleasant if you're traveling around. But he's he's a downer in that whole thing. He he maybe made a comment maybe three times that, oh, that wasn't bad or that was nice. Right. Uh, but other than that, it was so negative. Like, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to travel with him because you'd be so down all the time. And yeah, I mean, I, and I definitely don't like really believe in karma or, you know, it's like I was saying at the start, I guess it is just kind of, it is just sort of, I guess, behavior begets behavior. Like, I think it was just bad luck, really. The, the, the first guy, the kid, the, the friendly kid from Ottawa, he could have got robbed too. It's like, you know, it's just random. But I do wonder if, because, I mean, he doesn't, the second guy didn't really get into a lot of details. He just said a guy on a motorcycle pulled up with a machete and stole all the shit. But just how, like, the first guy, how his, uh, his thing was hitchhiking in, uh, you know, like, well-traveled areas, trying to talk to people and going toward the next uh, couch surfing spot. Like, he was always going to the house of someone who takes in travelers and is, you know, friendly or whatever. And the other guy, the second guy, it is just like he occasionally talked to some people if he had to, but generally he's like wants to avoid everyone, goes but to the he, edge of town, sleeps in the woods. He's not just hitchhiking from point A to point B to point C, which guy number one is. Right. This guy is seeking out all these kind of weird places that the average person wouldn't even go to, right. let alone the average tourist. The average tourist would never do any of that stuff. You know, he seeks out uh, caverns and old aqueducts and caves and towns where there's nobody there, wilderness. Yeah, so it's like maybe the second guy, he's like, like the first guy would never really be in a position 
to be easily robbed. Where the second guy, yeah, he's like constantly, because it reminds me of like, I think I've said it before on this podcast, but uh, one of those little eye-opening things that somebody told me about New York when I lived there is it's only dangerous when there's no one around. Like Times Square, it could be three in the morning. You're fine because there's uh, people all over the place. You're not going to get robbed in broad daylight. It's if you're in some back alley somewhere, that's when you're in trouble. And yeah, that second guy, he like makes it his business to always be in a back alley, <laughs> just some weird place. Yeah, or out in the, out in the, out in the wilderness. Like he, he was saying that one of those places where he slept outside, there was somebody over there. Yeah. And the guy was still over there later when he went back. And it was kind of like ominous. Like, was that just another traveler like him? Or was it some guy who lived there who preyed on people? <laughs> yeah, I remember one of his videos, the second guy, the vagrant dude, when he was in Europe somewhere. I just remember he was uh, sleeping in a public park, but he was like, it was like a, a, a wall and he was kind of behind the wall. So he was a little ways away. You know, he was like close to the center of the park, but visually hidden. And like a drug deal like happened that night and he's like peeking up over the side and he films it and he's like, look at that. Holy fuck. <laughs> but yeah, just always in these bad situations where the first guy, yeah, it's like despite doing something that on the surface seems dangerous, like I'm just going to fucking put out my thumb and hitchhike straight across the yeah. continent. But he's never really, it's not as dangerous. And he's traveling in the daytime and yeah. he's traveling on well-traveled routes. Whereas the other guy is not. That other guy is in all these kind of weird, strange places where he would stand out like a sore thumb if, yeah. he's, a, if he's a white American. And people probably look at him and think he has something. Right. Whereas the other guy's traveling in the daylight with this thing that looks like a cloth saucer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all he's got. I mean, he so obviously doesn't have anything. Yeah, maybe it's phone or whatever. <laughs> That's about it. But yeah, I thought those are just a neat kind of a neat duality between those two things. But it is also funny that for whatever criticisms of the vagrant holiday guy that like, oh, he's the uh, he's the um, misanthrope and he's, you know, just like doing this weird, creepy traveling instead of the friendly open, open traveling. His video is way more entertaining and has way more views. <laughs> so. With guy number two, though, you're kind of thinking, well, I'm thinking, never cared to go to Mexico anyway, but right. after watching that, I really don't care to ever go to Mexico. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that, uh, that uh, thing I was saying kind of at the start of like, oh, the stereotype is, oh, these places are dangerous, but they're not really, you know, it's just somebody's, it's just somebody's, boring town like to them it's not a big deal but then you know he kind of confirms at the end i don't know again it's too bad he didn't get into more details because uh mexico city seems pretty bad but then those outskirt places seem fine like i don't know who knows well and sometimes i think if it's you're in a position where you look like somebody who might get ripped off okay so here's an example years ago we went to i think it was dominican republic we were in Anyway, we were, on a we were at a resort, and when we went out, they told people, the, you know, women wear your handbag over your shoulder, not just carrying it on your shoulder. Anyway, so we're out one night, and there's all kinds of these tourist types, and we're on a sidewalk. There's the beach, the road, sidewalk, and this walled, walled resorts. So these two guys on a motorcycle, little motorcycle scooter, roar, roar up, 
jump off. One of them jumps off. These two women are walking behind us, and the woman, one of the women is carrying her bag over her shoulder instead of over crossover. So um, they just they just smash her right into the ground, take the thing, push the other woman down. They're all these women. Their knees are all scraped up, and of course they start screaming. But the guy just gets on the motorcycle, and off they go. Right. They're gone. The cops show up, but hey, they can't do anything. These women don't recognize, they never recognize these people on the motorcycles because they look just like everybody else down there to them. So there was an example of the area that we were in was prime for that kind of thing. And there, it happened. And apparently it happens all the time. Now, if those women were out in the country somewhere, probably it wouldn't happen because the people that live there wouldn't be expecting to see tourists carrying bags that would probably have they probably had money in them right because that's another thing tourists roam around on on those tourist areas they're always carrying purses and money and so yeah if you're somebody who's a little hard up and you want to attack somebody that's where you're going to go i'm sure it must be easy too to uh if you're you know some mexican dude who's uh you know already on a life of crime anyway and you see yeah like must just be like the sweetest fattest chicken of like yes i'm gonna go rob that rich jerk off from <laughs> from america <laughs> like, <laughs> even when buddy was there roaming around those uh those ruins um and there was nobody else much around but there were people plying their wares and they were right at him all the time and he said you know i gotta keep moving on here because they'll just be all over me at least though and that's... it's because he's got that look of white american i guess is what he looks like we don't we we've never seen him right but white american and you said earlier he's probably quite a good looking guy because all these women he seems to be able to chat them up really easily i feel though like too in that case probably in a normal non-covid scenario they probably he probably does give off the vibe of like let's not bother with this guy he's not going to buy anything but in this case he was the only one there yeah. <laughs> so they had no choice but, uh, when we were we were in jamaica and we stayed in uh, in montego bay in the town itself neil and i we didn't stay on a resort we would oftentimes go walking in the town and nobody ever bothered us but when we went on a tour oh my god it was uh, like lice on rice like they were everywhere because they knew when a when a train or a bus was coming in and they'd all just be there, you know, selling, 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 selling. So much so that it, it was it was unpleasant. It was right. you just didn't even want to go anymore. But yet you could roam around in the town of Montego Bay and never be bothered. And believe me, we looked white right. <laughs> or or sunburned, one or the other. But yeah, so I guess in the end it's like I don't know. I don't even really know what, you know, lesson there is to be learned from either of those. I guess I wouldn't necessarily say you should do either, really. Like, one guy, they're both, it's both, like, that's also why I like these two videos contrasted, is one guy is obviously doing it safer and the other guy more creepily, but both of them are doing a weird thing. <laughs> but if you were traveling, if you had to choose between the two people to travel with, you would probably have more fun time with guy number one the well, hitchhiker well i mean i wouldn't want to travel with anybody at all but i'm just thinking if i were one or the other though that that's the thing is like i feel like i would be the second guy i would be more comfortable going and finding a weird spot in the edge of town and sleeping in the woods like just except 
fact, he's so down and negative about everything. Yeah, well, he's also trying to make an, an entertaining YouTube video. But, like, like that's what impresses me about the first guy, but I could never be that guy, is being that extroverted. Like, talking to everybody all day, even when your language barrier's tough. Or just even that notion of couchsurfing.com. Technically, it's super cool that that's a thing you can do. You can just stay for free at people's houses because they just like to meet people. But that would wear me out so fast. Yeah. Well, I, that's his personality, though. He's yeah. obviously one of those very outgoing people who likes people and likes to talk to people. Uh, but that was the other thing. So you couldn't travel with some guy like him because if two people were traveling together like that, well, it would reduce your things of being picked up on a motorcycle, and you would probably be relating to each other a whole lot, whereas he relates to all these locals. Right. So, yeah, it would never work in his situation, but he would be so much more pleasant to travel with because he seems to have a real upbeat outlook on life, whereas the other guy, it's like he starts off with, this is going to be the shits. Right. <laughs> and he always goes out looking for the shits. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what I like about both those guys is it's that idea that just like the rules of traveling, you know, it's just go online, book a flight, book a hotel, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to. You can just go. <laughs> most people want to be safe in their travels. These guys seem to throw caution to the wind. Right. They're like, well, whatever happens, it happens. And off they go. Yeah. And they travel solo, too. And again, yeah, sometimes, sometimes a machete. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you, you roll the dice. 